0: hey what's up and welcome to another episode of sneak up it's a pedestrians podcast dedicated to all things art music dance and all around culture sponsored by flatter shoes my name is jack and i'm your host and your avatar for the amazing conversations we've been having right here on the show on today's mini we are chatting tiktok it's a relatively new video sharing and creation platform that's gaining major traction just about everywhere From memes to music videos to political activism, there's a lot going on there. So here's a quick little rundown on everything TikTok, just to catch you up. To lead that conversation, I'm chatting with our resident TikTok expert and senior news reporter, Brad Esposito. Brad, thanks so much for coming on the show. Yeah, no worries. So I guess to start things off, what is TikTok in your words? So TikTok is an app
1: and it's used mostly by probably like 18 and under. Um, It's from China People might be more familiar with Musical.ly, which is kind of what it's ban off of mm-hmm. um, late last year. Uh, basically, it's short videos from 15 seconds to 60 seconds. Um, and they're funny videos, the videos of dogs. They're, some of them are political as more media starts to use them. Uh, and they also work very heavily off the idea of like music as a meme. So you can take the sound recording from a video... And apply it to a video you upload right um and that's probably the most unique thing about tiktok and that's what's kind of allowed it to grow so rapidly in the way that it has
0: i was going to ask why do you think it is so popular
1: especially among that younger demographic so if you think about what's already been successful um facebook and instagram twitter and vine before it um they kind of laid the groundwork and our generation millennials were the guinea pigs in experimenting with these platforms. Uh, and what we did with those platforms is we took photos of ourselves and we like filtered the shit out of it. Um, and we made ourselves front and center. Um, this is how I want people to think about me. This is a photo of me at the beach. I go to the beach, I'm tan, I work out, right? Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. So <laughs> TikTok is kind of like the natural progression of that, but video form. Right. So um, one of my favorite things on TikTok is seeing school kids Using it, uh, and they'll take, say, a 30 second clip, which is a montage of clips throughout their school day. So it'll be like a quick two second clip of them like hitting their friend over the head with a pencil case. Yep. Then it will be like a 10 second clip of them like standing up in front of their teacher and doing something obnoxious. Then it will be them like running after each other, playing a game that you don't understand. Um, but that idea of like portraying who you are and what
0: your identity is, mm-hmm. but through video instead of through photo. I've heard a lot of people comparing it to Vine. Mm. Now, for people that, you know, may not have heard of Vine before, it's, as I understand, it was a platform that was incredibly similar. Mm. How would you say they differ? So, Vine was um, made by Twitter, uh, and they also killed it,
1: I think, in 2016. Uh, It was seven-second videos um, that looped infinitely. And the reason it kind of got shut down is because it was a really great idea, but Twitter couldn't make any money off it because they made this platform that was making millionaires out of these kids that were using it to promote themselves and no one else right um, and what TikTok has done is it's kind of rewritten the playbook about length of video mm-hmm. there was this narrative around 7 seconds there was and then even Instagram's like 15 seconds whatever and they've kind of said well you just give them enough space to create and if the content is good then it's gonna do well right Um, And I also think that the algorithm that we already talked about is a major factor of it, but really it's that music meme idea. So people have always liked lip-syncing, obviously, Mm. um, but people have also always liked music videos, have also always liked music as a way of expressing emotion. Um, So I guess one way to also think about it is kind of like MTV and why it was successful in the early days, and why music videos as a whole were successful, is because you would watch the like Beyonce video clip and you'd kind of like imagine yourself in that scenario. You know, um, there was a narrative structure to music videos, and TikTok has enabled 15 year olds to go, uh, I want to play Hey There, Delilah, while I'm looking outside my window looking really like sad and upset Classic. and the caption's going to be um me trying to push on while my parents fight in the other room or something like that yep um so that's like a really interesting part of it um as to why it succeeded where vine where sorry as to why it succeeded where vine didn't it, it it's partly because it's definitely more user-friendly um and it's also partly because the company that owns it, ByteDance is a seventy billion dollar Chinese company that pumped so much money into TikTok. And they were actually really smart about it where they advertised TikTok on other platforms. And looking back, you gotta think some people lost their jobs at like Snapchat and stuff for allowing this competitor to put ads to come use their service on their on their platform. Yeah, wow. So you could use Snapchat and you'd see a thing about TikTok. Suddenly you're going (laughs) over to TikTok, right? Um so that was really smart, but yeah, they've poured so much money into making this a thing that it's like a brute force way of getting through. What the longevity of that is, we'll see, but it's probably been almost 12 months and it's working for now.
0: It only seems to be getting bigger, yeah. Mm. My, that kind of follows on to my next question, which was how exactly is anybody making money off this? Is there advertising on, on the app? Mm.
1: So there is advertising um, and and brands have the opportunity to like kind of take over campaigns in the same way that you could have like a sponsored hashtag, I guess. Right. Brands have the opportunity as well to kind of like sponsor a trending hashtag. So an example would be like the mass Singer Australia yep. could kind of take over this hashtag and promote it in a way that it, they're going to be guaranteed that it's going to be in everyone's feed at least once X amount of times. Right, okay. And then you have this organic creation where teenagers mostly are seeing this thing that they think is trending they want internet clout so they attach themselves to that thing that's trending so they go um oh the mass singer thing is all about putting a mask on i'm gonna put a mask on and try and make myself part of this right movement. okay um a really good example of it was recently um the youtuber david dobrik i <laughs> <I'm, laughs> yeah obviously not across it. david dobrik um he did a deal with Chipotle in the US Mm. where they created this hashtag campaign on TikTok called um, the Chipotle challenge where you had to flip the lid and make it land a certain way. Um, So it starts off with that one video of him doing that. And then organically, you have thousands, hundreds of thousands of teenagers making this same video. Doing the challenge. Making ads, basically. Um, So yeah, it's pretty smart, but definitely it's early days. Definitely we're going to see increasing amounts of ways to make money through TikTok and we're going to have to. Um, And you would think they would have looked at places, platforms like Vine and how they failed and try their
0: best not to do the same. Time will tell, I suppose. Yeah, for sure. And I've been hearing as well that it's um, also been used in a lot of sort of political ways. Like I saw a sort of 7.30 report the other day where um, this young girl in rural Australia was sort of trying to communicate the difficulties of climate change to all her followers – How is that going down and why is this the platform that people are doing it on?
1: I think in general, we kind of undervalue how politically active and clued in Gen Z are. Um, And that's just because that's how it's always worked. You get older and you lose touch with the generation behind you. Um, But they're really the first generation that is born into social media. Like millennials kind of got best of both worlds and everyone above millennials is like trying to catch up and figure yeah, it out. But yeah. Gen Z are like from birth are in the internet and are in the social media. And because of that, every part of the way they interact online has included the news in some way because the news influences what's trending. So when you think about that, it makes sense that Gen Z would be more kind of clued into the cultural phenomena, the political phenomenons. And a big obvious example of that at the moment is climate change is environmentalism. And, um, Yeah, I I also read that thing you're referencing, and that was about a hashtag called global warning, I think it was. Um, And that was teenagers kind of trying to express their own anxiety or their own concerns or even educate their followers about global warming, about what needs to happen, um, or even, like, expressing how helpless they felt in being able to actually affect change. Um, So, yeah, it's... um, It's a combination of things, but it's definitely people not really thinking about how clued in Gen Z are and
0: Gen Z just using whatever
1: platform they love to use at the time to express Mm. themselves.
0: Right. And where do you see TikTok going? I know that's a very broad question. (laughs) Um, I think the biggest challenge
1: facing TikTok is that when it first started, it was quite niche uh, musically as well which was kind of the app it was before it got rebranded. And you had a lot of these small communities within TikTok. You had furries and you had like goths and, you know, communities that traditionally try to find more closed off parts of the internet to interact because they appreciate that closure and they appreciate not being so exposed in a way that Twitter or Facebook would have them be. It's kind of like this rebirth of privacy that Mark Zuckerberg wants to act like he cares about. (laughs) Um, So what happens when you have all those small communities and then your platform that is like holding them gets exploded to millions, billions of people? And what happens to to those small communities that help set up what you have? They help build what you have. They're responsible for the trends. They're responsible for um, so much of what makes your platform work. And do you try to foster them into this new era or do you just forget about them? And what are the ramifications of forgetting about them? If you get rid of the people that are responsible for the tone and and the content that you've created, are you going to be able to keep that up? Because you need that organic feed. You need that kind of soil around the tree. Um, So that's a big challenge. Then obviously there's a lot of world news coverage about ownership. Um, There's multiple reports about TikTok videos that are covering, talking about Hong Kong and what's happening there. Mm -hmm. Um, Videos kind of talking about the political situation in China, um, getting pulled down, getting censored. um, And I can tell you from my own experience that TikTok are kind of forthcoming, but not really. Um, I used to do a daily news show on TikTok and there were multiple episodes that were pulled down. One of them specifically featured me talking about Hong Kong, contacted TikTok about it, and they kind of had a ready-made defense in that they said, "Well, we we uh, noticed that there were guns in that video, which there were because I was it was a news clip where there yep. were police. Um, so the algorithm just immediately deletes those videos, which is a pretty like safe way to be like, hey." That's why it went not, because you're talking about Hong Kong. Yeah. And it's hard to attack that back. It's hard to say, oh, but, you know, we know what you're really up to. Yeah. yeah. Uh, But, yeah, um, definitely there's going to be more scrutiny. Whether or not it's valid is time will tell. Um, There's definitely a sense of kind of veiled xenophobia as well when you consider that Facebook and Twitter and um, Snapchat and all the other big social media platforms, even Google, are all American-owned and all definitely have all the information they could ever want about you, and no doubt definitely have links to the CIA and FBI that you never hear about, because why would you? Um, and then to then say, look at this Chinese app, they're definitely going to take all of our information. It's like, no Yeah. Uh, if you're online, that's kind of the trade-off you make.
0: mm Tricky. Yeah.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Being online is a... You just have to kind of resign to the fact that you don't own your face or any of your personal information. Never put anything online that you don't want everyone in the world to see.
0: Mm. Yeah. Amen. (laughs) On a lighter note, (laughs) (laughs) what are some of your favorite uses of TikTok that you've seen? Uh, Like I was talking about before, I really
1: like how um, school kids use it in that music video sense to express who they are as a person in video form, multiple clips going through. Um, I also think a great thing about TikTok is it has kind of grabbed the ironic meme humor that Vine also tried to grab onto and extended it further. So you get a lot of jokes and in-jokes that are so isolated to being online. Like you have to be online to get that joke. Um, And some of them are just... So funny! Like, at the moment, there's this move. <laughs> at the moment, there's a trend to like imitate singers from early 90s pop punk kind of bands. Right. So doing that, yeah. Why are you walking? Like, <laughs> and, and just talking that way. Yeah. Or like singing a song like that. And I, as someone who lived through that, I watch those like, yeah. oh my god, <laughs> I'm old, but also this is so funny. I get this. Um, <laughs> trying to think, what else is great? There's also just. Very um, unique ideas that would usually take a lot more effort. So one of them is there's this guy who works at a dog shelter. And his whole account is just him every morning feeding all the dogs. And he's going, hello, Pepper. And it's like a beautiful gold retriever. And he's going, "Um, hello, Spot. And it's like a cute little scruffy dog. And he's just going around for a minute feeding them. And you're just watching it going, oh, my God, cute dogs. And that's all he does every day. And he has hundreds of thousands of followers. And to think about how easy that is for him to do with just his phone, whereas even though it's not a crazy idea, if he wanted to do that on uh, YouTube, he'd need to be like filming, editing, uploading. Uploading. And that's one thing I guess I didn't touch on either is that internally the editing software within TikTok as an app is very user-friendly. So it really is simple to film multiple cuts, to add music, to add text, to really like make what you want which other platforms are kind of struggling with in my opinion and can we find you on tiktok you can (laughs) um it's at brad esposito i don't use it much anymore other than to like view i've kind of like taken a step back from uploading my own videos but you absolutely can cool great and the videos i like are public uh, which is another great feature so you can just go to someone else's profile and see the things that they've interacted with. Right. Um, you probably get more out of that seeing the videos I've liked because they're usually just funny. <laughs> if you say so yourself. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I have really good taste. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, thanks for being on the show, man. I no really worries. appreciate it. No worries. Thanks for having me. Hopefully, you got plenty out of this week's episode of Sneak Up and might feel more informed and comfortable with the idea of jumping into TikTok. To keep up to date on everything Sneak Up, be sure to follow Platypus on the gram at platypus underscore sneakers and pedestrian TV too at pedestrian TV. I'll be back in a fortnight. But till then, keep it sneaky.